Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from Sacramento, California. Woke up quick. At about noon. Featuring Damian Barling. Yes, I absolutely still love Russell Westbrook. So what? And Kenny Carraway. Sometimes you really just vibing out. This is D-Lo and KC. I'm the streets voice out west. Legendary self-made progress. Last time that I checked. On ESPN 1320. What's good, baby? Welcome you in here to the Tuesday, December 6th edition of D-Lo and KC. I'm Damian Barling. Acknowledge me! He's Kenny Carraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. We are so happy that you are here with us. Real quick, I mean, just because they hadn't heard it, just because, you know, the the streets don't know. Can you, can you let them know we back up? Oh, you know? man. We, we, can we, you let them know? I want you to put the word out there yeah. that we back up. Yeah. Understand me? We back up. Sensational. And there we go. Let's Indeed. go. I did finish my rewatch of The Wire. On you went all the way through? All the way through. How do you yeah. feel about the fifth season? Uh, the fifth season. The last. It was season. the final season. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, That's I like the fifth season. The newspaper season. Yeah, I remember like it, there was the school. You know, because once it got off of the first season, it was yeah. like all right. There was the school season. The school there was season the, is. I don't want to say it's the best, but it's, it's close to it. They all intertwine. There's the docs. In season two, Docs, did you like the Docs a little bit more? No, no, no. Docs was alright. Docs was alright. It was still the ne- no. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay, alright. Okay. <laughs> it was still the necessary evil, but yeah. it told the story for the rest of the series. Though, like it laid, it was an important component for the rest of the series. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed it every bit the second time as I did the first time. I ask about that final season because uh, when Omar jumped from a six-story balcony and didn't. Get a scratch. I said, wait a minute. Oh, he hurt his leg. <laughs> so wait a minute. What's, yeah. going, what's going on here? <laughs> he, uh, I mean, there were there were three things headed into the to the final season that I remembered. Um, how Omar got got. Mm, that was crazy. Snoop. That's Omar. Snoop. And look good, girl. <laughs> and then uh, for so, I, Dookie. I always remembered like. The, the 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 Doogie storyline was a killer because yeah. it juxtaposed the Bubble storyline and it's and it just told a, a story that if you're paying attention, this is the cycle. Right. Like that's the, for 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 every one that gets out, there's another one that's going back in. Well, the the whole all four of them were a cycle. Oh yeah, absolutely. All, all four of them. Yeah. just it just showed how these well, they just reinvent themselves. Well, e- even you know, um, the, the neighborhoods reinvent themselves. I don't know if that's the right word. Um, Marlo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm done with this gangster stuff. Hmm. And then as soon, as soon as he gets out, it's like, y'all said something. My name is my name. Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all, y'all said something about me? Mm-hmm. Okay. $10 million richer, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he's still in that life. Like, it's a phenomenal. It's some of the best storytelling uh, ever. Like, it is a phenomenal 
series. Just an absolute incredible series. Yeah. Kimberly says she's got to tune out for a sec to miss the spoilers. I'm sorry, Kimberly. This show is like two decades old. I don't know what to tell you. Like, this show is two decades old, man. We got well, to. The, the interesting thing about that is there's not really any spoilers. No. You know, it's just. It's just said the story. The, the, yeah, this you you don't know the Dookie storyline. You got to right. you got to see it, Marlo. Like you don't even know who Marlo is. Like right. you got to see it. Uh, it's 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 such a just a brilliantly written television show, um, which is exactly how we plan to lead uh, today's show was, well, was to talk about the wire. Last night there was a beautifully written TV show. If there you was. believe that <laughs> these things aren't real, yeah. I think they are real. But yeah. Your friend who doesn't pay mortgages believes that uh, <laughs> That's all a different sports. Person. Oh, so you shady group of characters Kenny Caraway rolls with. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was uh, it, it. It was one of those games I just kind of like threw on and was like, whatever. Like, I, I, there's not anything else like I'm super intrigued by, and I wound up kind of staying with it because I, you know, I go go back to the 49ers and Saints. Mm-hmm. I guess that defense is is pretty solid. Like, if if they could string together some kind of offense and I don't think the Bucks are good mm-hmm. I didn't know what to expect from that game but it is Tom Brady so I, I kind of sat through it and then they got up the 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 Saints got up and I, I kept it on but tuned it out mm-hmm. and then come back in time to see the the culmination of the comeback I think I think that was Brady's 44th mm. fourth quarter comeback Man. which topped Peyton now is the most all-time do you think um I was thinking about this uh, on the way in, you think we appreciate Tom Brady enough? And I ask that because I don't think I do. I I don't. I don't. Um, how do I put this? I'm not ever really interested in watching Tom Brady. Yeah, I th- I think that's you. Yeah, I think I'm definitely. I, I think in the that's minority. you. Yeah. Like I I feel like Tom Brady is very appreciated because he's won very very recently. Mm-hmm. I think maybe this season, um, because the Bucks aren't very good, he had the the weird retirement, unretirement, the Dolphin story, and then his personal life. You got all of these things going on. It's like, all right, he's a 45 year old quarterback, mm-hmm. and last night was a reminder. Like he's still one of the best but you're drawn to the Patrick Mahomes the new hotness mm-hmm. the Patrick Mahomes the Josh Allens Jalen Hurts and what he's doing this year Tua Tonga Vailoa like you tend to get drawn into that stuff and sometimes it makes you not appreciate the guy who's been doing all that stuff those guys are doing for the last two decades yeah, and it's it's really weird with me because I appreciate all that he's accomplished. I recognize all that he's accomplished. I know that this is the greatest quarterback, one of the greatest athletes we've ever seen. I I, am, I absolutely comprehend all that and can appreciate that. But just as like, you know, oh, AFC Championship or playoff, you know, Patriots in the playoffs, like this is a big time. Brady, no, I'm not. Like if I if I miss the game, I miss the game. But I think the I think the issue with the Patriots is you got so accustomed to them being there, or maybe it's Tom Brady in general. Mm-hmm. You got so accustomed to him being there that there was only really a story if they lost. Mm. Like if 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 a Brady led team, regardless of which one, won a wild card game, whatever. I don't right. need to see it. Like it's it, it's fine. Or even if they won a division round, like all right, it's it's fine. I, I'm locked into the championship games. But I'm not in a. I I don't, I don't need to worry because I know there's only one outcome that's a story, and that's if the Brady led team loses, and that's because we're so accustomed to him winning. You know what it is as well, um, and this is not his fault or anything else like that. I and maybe it's just because I'm a 49ers fan, um, but it's the AFC. Like think about the teams that he would go up against: the Titans, the Texans. Well, I mean, he did go against Peyton for I mean, a number yeah, of years. But that's like, the Colts. Like, the, 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 like that's like the, the Colts. Colts. Yeah, the Colts were good. Like no, the Colts I mean, it's had not, it's not about the Titans and the Texans were good teams when they played. But I'm talking about it. He ain't never going against the Cowboys. Oh, he you're talking about those legacy. You're talking about those. Uh, you know what I mean? Those, and that's I that's you. the plight of the AFC compared to the NFC, right? Like, even if you know, they only, if he have, went they only the, have the Steelers. Yeah, Steelers is a good one. Steelers is a great and, one, and probably the Raiders, which. 
happened right, which very is, famously. <laughs> and which is one of his most famous games yeah. of all time. So right. I think that may play a little factor into it because as much as – and like I said, maybe it's just because I'm an NFC 49er fan that I'm more uh, interested in these teams. But, you know, like I said, he went against the Texans like four it's, times in the playoffs. That's got me thinking. Would the tuck rule game be as big as if it was against the Texans or Titans? Probably not. But because it's, it's the, the cachet of the Raiders. Yeah. It's the Raiders. Mm. Man. But that, I think that has something to do with it. Whoever like, did the Brady Woodson watch oh, along, man. that was that was that, that was solid. That was work. really good. That was solid work that was, by whoever did that. That. Was, that was really good stuff right there. Yeah, that was that was good uh, stuff. But yeah, man, he did it again. He did it again last night. And uh man, it's it really is amazing. He's forty five years old and he's out there in the NFL doing and I was thinking about this also yesterday. Uh, when I talked about um, the injuries and, you know, Tua almost getting snapped in half and Jimmy and, and Trey Lance, and I was like, yo, that's for all these quarterbacks. Like, because I was talking about, like, uh, Kyle Shanahan, you know, gotten the blame, getting the blame for Trey Lance. And they were like, well, if you would have kept him in the pocket instead of running, I was like, bro, they get folded in half in the pocket. Like, Alex Smith happened in the pocket. Like, these things happen. And I started to think, and I was like, the only one is Tom. Tom has something that you never you never see him get folded like Tua did mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Like there's it's just a, a sixth sense to, you know, his feel of the game where he's been able to he's been a statue for a lot of his mm-hmm. career. Yeah, he doesn't and he a finds a way mm-hmm. uh to protect himself and still get the job done. It re- when I started thinking about like him being one of the only ones, it really is amazing. It's amazing the 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 IQ and the feel that he has for the game where he's never really in harm's way. Uh, poor Gilbert on YouTube.com slash ESPN 1320 isn't listening, so we'll try to break this down a little bit clearer for him. He says, Casey, you sound like the haters when LeBron was in the East. Like, who was he playing? It's not what he said. He's not questioning the competition of the Titans or the Texans or, as we pointed out, the Colts. He's questioning the star power of the Titans, the Texans, and the Colts. It's not the same thing as the Dallas Cowboys, as the Green Bay oh, Packers, it where it doesn't matter if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback or not. It doesn't matter if Dak Prescott is the quarterback or not. Mm-hmm. Those names on the jerseys, those Cowboys, those those mm-hmm. Packers, there's a, there's a cachet to those that makes the game a little bit bigger. And in the AFC, I don't think that those exist outside. And, and I'm, I'm, pr- I'm probably missing someone, but outside the Steelers the, the and Steelers. the Raiders. The Jets, the Jets a little mm. bit. The Ravens had a little oh, buzz too. The but Jets I, I don't are know. tough for me because you're trying to sell me on Joe Namath, and I can't. You can't. You can't sell me that. Yeah, but they. they yeah, I don't. You know. can't sell me on the. The, Jets. the other thing about his career too, once again, no fault of his own, is all the quarterbacks. Most of the quarterbacks were in the NFC, so in the playoffs, we didn't get Brady versus Rodgers, Brady versus Breeze, and. You know, and Brady versus Wilson. We got that in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So that was that was dope. But I just say that to say, like, that, that probably has something to do with during those playoff runs. Oh, divisional round. Patriots at Texans. Or Texans, because it was always Texans at Patriots. They're not yeah. winning that game. Let's address this, too. I feel like maybe because it's Tuesday, maybe maybe the YouTube, their brains are just, like, they're, they're powering up. Like, they, they, they need to warm up a little bit. They need coffee. Uh, Ramsey jumps in with, well, actually, Brady missed the season <laughs> with a torn ACL. Yeah, in fact, he did one season out of 20. <laughs> and if you go back and you watch the clip, he wasn't moving. No. He got rolled up on. And what did the NFL do immediately? They changed they a changed rule. It, which is but that's right. okay. Y'all will get there. That's all right. Come on, Ramsey. Let's go, guys. Dr. Come on now. Dr. Come on. David. They don't, man. Come on, come on, they Ramsey Gilbert. Let's go, but you know what? Here's what we'll do. We'll step out. We got uh, Coach David Patrick. Coach David Patrick would not be pleased at the performance of the Chatty House this morning. No, he wouldn't. Uh, I'll tell you that. We'll talk to, to Coach NWA David Patrick. He he most definitely would. I get the feeling he's been listening to a lot of NWA <laughs> recently. Uh, we'll talk to Coach coming up uh, at 120. Chris Biederman's going to join us today. Uh, Jason Jones, your co-host. Uh, on J Street Vibes, which is available now wherever you get podcasts from. New episode posted this morning. Uh, He's going to join us in the final hour of the show. And, of course, the phone lines are yours, 916-909-1320. We got Kings tickets on the way as well. We're just getting started. It's Stilo and KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, no, no. back to D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC on ESPN 1320. Uh, 916-909-1320. A uh, lot we got to do today. We mentioned Chris Biederman is going to join us. Coach David Patrick will be with us. Uh, for his weekly visit and then Jason Jones uh, final hour of the show some things we didn't get to touch on yesterday because we were so busy with the 49ers also Baker watch in full effect mm. uh, Baker the, the 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 waiver claim ends I believe it's at one o'clock our time so that's about 40 minutes from now mm. uh, we'll find out if the San Francisco 49ers claimed Baker Mayfield if the Los Angeles Rams claim Baker Mayfield uh, or if Somebody else or nobody else uh, claimed Baker Mayfield and what that may mean uh, for the upcoming uh, final stretch of the season here. As amazingly, the NFL regular season is almost over. It's crazy. Uh, And we spent some time at the top of the show talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, obviously the incredible performance uh, from Tom Brady last night. But the fact is, that's the San Francisco 49ers' next opponent. Uh, It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the San Francisco 49ers uh, coming up this weekend. Um We'll let the we'll let the time run out on the clock. Um, Kyle Shanahan said yesterday he'd be surprised if the 49ers, you know, made a claim and and, and went after uh, Baker Mayfield, which that's cute because we know he's in charge. <laughs> like it's not <laughs> like John's going to go do this without consulting him yeah. first. Uh, of course, there could be some gamesmanship there. Um, I doubt it. I doubt anyone goes, oh, well, Kyle's not picking him up, so we're not picking him up, so we'll just get him. I don't think that that's happening. Right. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens coming up here uh, in the next 40 minutes or so, and we'll certainly uh, pass it along to you. The, 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 the Aaron Judge rumors are just insane right it's now. It's crazy right now. People, it's people, spooky season right now. People are pulling quotes and <laughs> premonitions and predictions from 10 years ago and they're being plastered all over the internet. <laughs> so uh, should anything happen there and I don't envision that it will but if it does, of course we'll pass that along Make to sure you. them air horns oh, is ready, so, you know what I'm saying? You know, we got them. <laughs> you know we got them. Test one, test two. Although <laughs> You know, I mean, I, look, man, I, I mean, last week, last week, like Tuesday, maybe it was Wednesday or Thursday, they were like, yeah, we want to get this done by the end of the week. Judges people said that. Well, it's the following Tuesday now. Okay. I don't know what these people do. He's just chilling at the Bucks game. Hey, man, you got to make a decision. Can you stop getting fooled by stuff on the internet, by the way? Don't think well, I didn't see that. Well, uh, should I, I ain't going to do it. I didn't get fooled by the internet. I'll put it to you that way. So Aaron Judge was in San Francisco? I ain't saying that, but I sure didn't see it on the internet. I ain't out. Hey, look, man, we got, you know, uh, loosely, you know, we got teammates out here. I ain't trying to put no teammates under the bus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's just say I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't yeah. see no picture. 
But somehow it got to me that, oh, he's here. Oh, really? You're credible. I'll listen to you. Damn butcher boy texting. No, 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 no. <laughs> it wasn't butch. It wasn't butch. It wasn't butch. It wasn't butch. Oh, man. Well, well uh, Aaron Judge uh, hugging Tom Brady. Okay. Like, what the hell does that mean? Like, what, what are we doing right now? Well, Brady a Giants fan. Okay. Brady Tom gone, man. Brady told Two him. guys returning to the bay. <laughs> I was about to say, Brady was like, man, go out there right now. I'll be there next year. Oh. <laughs> Lord. I'll be there next year. Did you year. take a 46-year-old Tom Brady? Um, I don't – I mean, he's been – he's been good this year. Like, he hadn't been bad. But he hadn't been the same. He looked more like yeah, last year Christian with the Patriots. McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon. Hey, Ayuk, just got to dump it Jennings. off. I'm not. I'm not going to say. Name George Kittle last. Goodness gracious. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say no because I said no. Yeah. If anybody asked me before, and Kyle already said no. Yeah. Nah, we good. And so, that was forty. That was what forty three year old Tom yeah, Brady. Yeah, I, I thought he was. 42. I thought he was on his way out after what I saw with that Patriots team, and then he goes and wins the Super Bowl. So. I man, I don't even know. Okay, okay. Here's a question. This is this is. I didn't prep you for this. This is spur the moment. Okay. Organic conversation. Yeah. What if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl? Well, it's funny you say this, right? Because I've been meaning to talk about this since it happened. Everybody was talking about you know, oh Jimmy might come back, and you know, then what do you do? But Jimmy, if he you know plays well or comes back, if Jimmy wins the Super Bowl, like what do you do? I, you know me. I've been saying it steadfast from the start. There ain't no controversy. Jimmy's gone. All right. That I don't know what y'all talking about. If he wins the Super Bowl, I thank him for his services. He eats for free in all of Northern California for the rest of his career, and he's done. Go get your hundred million dollars somewhere. Trey Lance is the starting quarterback. If Brock Purdy <laughs> wins a Super Bowl, I'll even go a step below that. If Brock Purdy, like, goes to the NFC Championship game, that is the quarterback controversy going into next year. Hmm. And you know I love Trey. That's my guy. But if Purdy is is performing well, winning with these guys, that's crazy. Now, if he wins a Super Bowl, <sighs> bro, I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do. I if he if he was there's about seven games left, you know, finishes the final seven games, they're not gonna have a bye. So he takes you through one, two, three, four playoff games and wins you a Super Bowl. He gotta be QB one. He gotta be QB one. Okay. He's got I, I he's gotta be QB <laughs> that's that's how I feel right now. I will probably go back and forth ten times before the start of training camp, mm-hmm. but I, I, it really would kind of depend, I guess, on how he plays. He plays really well and wins you a Super Bowl, damn. But I saw that this is the this is the controversy. This is the QB controversy if he plays well he and takes well. him into the takes him into the playoffs. I was talking to uh, I did a radio hit in Las Vegas with Steve Cofield. Some friends I've been talking to for 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 years out there. Mm. And they told me, because, you know, obviously we were on the show during Kyle Shanahan's press conference, so we're getting, you know, bits and pieces that are tweeted by people that we follow and have alerts on for. And I didn't realize until I was talking to them that a question amongst 49ers media, I assume 49ers fans as well, would be if Trey Lance comes back. Mm. Like this year? Yeah. Because, you know, ACLs, you know, it's, it's, ACLs recover quicker uh, than they used to, and there was like, w- w- what if? Is there any at all possibility? Well, he that broke his leg, though. Any at all, right? Any at all possibility that um, uh, Trey Lance returns? Mm. And I guess Kyle was asked that yesterday, and he, God bless him, he was asked that yesterday, and he just said no. Yeah, he was asked that after the game. He was asked that on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, and I they, he was like, "No, nah, he can't come back." No, <laughs> but but well, I don't think it's but, that he can't come back. I think it's he's not coming I back. We are not said. bringing him back. I think that's what he said because that but question came point, out the day yeah. after he that that that, que- that question came the day he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Could he come back there? Or maybe 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 it wasn't the day he got hurt, mm-hmm. but in the weeks following that, him, I, I remember that same t- week, yeah. he was no, he, yeah. he's not. 
he's not coming back. He'll be back next year. Now, now it's funny you you say that because you know I heard that and I agree with him. That's how it should be. Week seventeen, you know, Trey says, you know, I've I've been rehabbing. I'm I'm good to go. Can't do it. I wouldn't do it. You but can't do it. I mean, can't do it. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do and it. And that might not be good for anything anyways. Like, would do, like this, you, you go, you're going to start your third professional football game in week 17 as we're headed into the playoffs? What, um, so, so why wouldn't it be good? Like, I, like if, if, not, if he's because not you rushed, have, if he's not rushed, because you have, say it's a good enough time, it's fully healed, he's rehabbed for the last, you know, four weeks. So is the is the caveat to that Brock Purdy is that bad of an option? Like the last six weeks have gone poorly, and you desperately need another quarterback. That's one scenario. The other scenario is Purdy just eh, he's just eh, he's just eh. I mean, if you're eh and you're still headed into the playoffs, you probably ride with it. Hmm. I don't know that you roll the dice because at worst, well, I mean, you're 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 really gambling on something from Trey Lance you haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like the Carson Wentz thing, where you saw you know Philadelphia Eagles Carson Wentz. Yeah, you saw it. If you could have got him back, yeah, you 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 throw him back out there. But with Trey, we, we, he hasn't had the opportunity to show it yet. You haven't seen it. There's, I'm just, I just playing, don't think you can. I don't think you run that risk if you're I'm, Kyle Shanahan. I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm asking questions. To me, there's no scenario you bring Trey Lance back. Right. You just don't do it. And I, you know, it's funny you you bring up that question, the original question, Brock, about yeah, if he wins the Super Bowl, because I, <laughs> just because there's always controversy, and there's always I, part of me feels like that's gonna happen, because <laughs> not because because I only say that like obviously I'd be elated, but there's always got to be some kind of drama with this. It can't just be like yo, Trey Lance is your quarterback. Even let's just take Super Bowl out of it. Say he gets to the NFC Championship game, it would be just as loud. Like, what do you do? Who should you start? Mm-hmm. All this other stuff. Yeah. Part of me feels like it's not going to be clear cut. Oh, Trey Lance's starter, you know, going into the off season. It's always got to be something. Who was uh? It was Jimmy at one, Nick Mullins at two. Who was three again? A couple Be- years C. ago, C.J. Beathard. C.J. Beathard. That's yeah. who it was. Just don't be C.J. Beathard, Brock Purdy. Oh, Just don't be C.J. Hell, don't be Nick Mullins. I was wrong on Nick Mullins. I thought I thought he was better than what he ended up being when he played some more. He's, in fact, not. I uh, want to get to some Kings talk here as well. Let's go to the phones first. 916-909-1320. Get our brother T.C. in here. T.C., what's going on, man? What's up with my two brothers, man? We good, T.C. What's popping with you, man? I uh, just want to just wanna talk a little bit about the Kings real quick. I mean, well, the Kings and the Niners. I mean... I mean, one thing I gotta say on the as, as far as the Niners is like, it's funny how everyone is like, "Oh, Jimmy can come back in five weeks." You hear it all on the radio. Hear everybody talking. Oh, he can come back for playoffs. But everybody's like glancing over Trey Lance coming back. You get what I'm saying? When he when he's gonna be fully healthy. You get what I'm saying? And I, I mean, I don't really agree with that. Not bringing him back. I mean, if he's fully healthy, bring him back. I mean, if he starts, he starts. I mean, but I'm ready to run with Purdy and Lance. Lance could be the second string. If Purdy, I mean, it don't work out for Purdy, Lance can be there as far as for his his growth and his playoff experience. This would be a perfect time for him to come back if he's fully healthy to enter the playoffs and get that because you can't keep putting this kid on the back burner. That's where I'd be getting at with the clown show, uh, Kenny. You get what I'm saying? Like having Jimmy around. You, you get what I'm saying? Like if you didn't want the kid, you should have never brought him here. But don't bring him here to keep like pushing him back a year, pushing him back this year, pushing him back this year. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> they didn't it's, push him back. He broke his leg. <laughs> he was the starter and broke his leg. TC. They didn't well, push they him back. They were trying to put. Okay, he sat his first year. He damn there was. He damn there sat his second year. Everybody was ready to bench him after his first game. They was ready. Oh, let's <laughs> TC. TC, what are we doing right now? What are we doing? Like. TC, come, come on, man. Come on, man. The dude no, was the starting man. quarterback this year and then broke his leg. <laughs> That's all come it on, is. Come on, man. That's all it is. And and I'm just 
and and look, TC, maybe I'm cautious and overly cautious on this one, but I'm not. I'm not starting him. Uh, I'm not playing him this year. I'm no, not. Like no, I'm, I'm not. There's not. too much. There's too much invested in you know. Even if the doctors and everybody say like he's good to go, yeah, all right, I'll just give him another four months. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't need to throw him back in there. Um, you know, for a game or two, I just don't. And if it, and if it's to your point, kind of what you were talking about to a certain degree, if it's for a game or two, that means Purdy's probably done enough to get you to that point. Mm-hmm. Just write it out. Yeah. And uh, and it has nothing to this, do with holding Trey back. It's you, you. This is supposed to be a franchise guy, and you, you take extra precautions when the guy's coming off a broken leg. The Forty ers are, or were depending on you know your level of optimism or pessimism, whatever it may be, we're going to win the Super Bowl on the strength of their defense. Mm. Um, it's just what can you get out of the starting quarterback. This was the exact same conversation we were having with Jimmy Garoppolo. It's yeah. not different now that it's Brock Purdy. I'm just not as confident as others that Brock Purdy, no matter how low you set that bar, can reach it. Um We'll see, though. He's going to have an opportunity to prove me wrong. He's going to have an opportunity to prove a lot of people wrong. He's going to have an opportunity uh, to take this San Francisco 49er team potentially to a Super Bowl. They're certainly take him to the playoffs. Uh, just hope this brother doesn't get hurt. Cause oh, my gosh. Then we really will see Colin Kaepernick back in a 49er <laughs> uniform. Who, who, who's got seven? Who, Mo, Moody? War, who's got seven? Uh, Moody. He'll be like, hey, homie, <laughs> come off that seven real quick because – I'm all y'all got left. <laughs> I really hate I talk about this all the time. I really hate um that the NFL only allow well, you can carry as many as you want, but because of the roster constrictions, you only have like two active quarterbacks. Mm. That's kind of stupid. You should be able to have like four active quarterbacks and say for instance, you know, if one goes out, like Jimmy went out, once he's out he can't come back in if you activate the other quarterback. But just saying, like, just going into the game with two quarterbacks, like, that's all we got. Like, what would you, if Purdy went down with a, a sore ankle in the second quarter, what are you supposed to do? So it should be a situation. Direct snaps to Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel the rest <laughs> of the game. And Kyle Juszczyk can throw a little bit, too. McCaffrey that's can right. throw. He's but, the emergency um, quarterback, right? I think so. Kyle Juszczyk. Yeah. But it should be you got four active quarterbacks. If a quarterback like Jimmy – comes off the field, if you activate, let's say, Josh Johnson in this situation, if you activate him, if you, you know, report to the official that he's active or whoever, Jimmy can't come back in. Right. And it's just as simple as that. Is is that a listing on the roster, emergency quarterback? Does it say QB1, QB2, and then in case of emergency, (laughs) break glass on Kyle Juszczyk? Is that like – EQB1? Yeah, what is it like? Because you always hear that. Like when when a starting quarterback goes down, the backup quarterback comes in, they'll tell you who the emergency quarterback is. Is that – where is that listed? I want to see the emergency (laughs) quarterback on every team. I I, want to see who has the the absolute wildest one. Um, We'll keep you updated about 25 minutes from now. Uh, the waiver claim will, claims will close uh, on Baker Mayfield, and we might not find out at 1 o'clock, but we should find out relatively close to it, certainly within the hour, uh, if Baker Mayfield is, in fact, going to San Francisco, if he's, in fact, going to Los Angeles, if he's, in fact, going uh, anywhere. Uh, the Sacramento Kings are headed off to Milwaukee. A couple of things here. Looking at the road trip overall, not specifically the Bucks. James Harden returned last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we obviously know Chris Middleton uh, returned for the Bucks over the weekend. Uh, you know, t- t- some teams are are, are are getting healthy. James Harden returned, and the Sixers lost to the Rockets. Mm. Just throwing it out there, you could do you could do with that whatever you want to. I, I ain't going to sing and I told you so dance off of one game, but best believe after eighty two. I'm going to have something to say about the Philadelphia 76ers. By the way, unrelated. So we're handing out a trophy now for the team with the, the best record after 82 games. We are? We are. We collectively, the NBA world, is handing out a trophy named after, I believe, the, the, the first NBA commissioner to the team with the best regular season record. 
Okay. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know why they're doing that, but I don't know what team wants that trophy. Yeah, that's. that's I mean, I'll take it. Put it right next to the summer league trophy in the uh, in the California Classic Championship and all that. But I don't. No one like. What do you do? Like, do you present that trophy like the first playoff say, game? I was about to say, is there a presentation? Yeah, yeah. How do you do? You just does it just get UPS or FedEx to you? How does that work? Why are they doing this? I don't know why they're doing this. They they they've revamped some of their trophies. They're creating this new one. I I don't know, and it's named after the first NBA commissioner. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's not hurting anybody. Some of these tro- some of these award names are getting too damn long too. What's it? Well, look, man, I love these guys. Do we need to have the Magic Johnson Western Conference Finals MVP? Do we need to have the Larry Bird Eastern Conference Finals MVP? Um, in addition to the, is it Bill Russell NBA yeah. Finals MVP? I mean, that's a, and then the Larry a, O'Brien Trophy. Are we doing a little bit too much? No, nah, it's okay. It's okay. It is. It's okay. Like, the, 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 feels like a lot. The conference or the league championships in, I don't know what they do in hockey, but baseball has the NLCS MVP. Who's the most improved trophy named after now? Anybody know? Has <laughs> anybody ever won the most improved trophy twice? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who would be named off of that one. I don't. I don't either. I just feel like this. I is... like the conference championship names, though. I'm okay with that. And the Bill Russell. Was there a con- was there always a conference finals MVP? I don't. Or think did so. that start when they got the Magic Johnson I think and Larry Bird yeah, naming rights? I, I think it started then. I think yeah, because the, the 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 person would come and just present the the team trophy, the Eastern mm-hmm. Conference Championship, mm-hmm. and now the MVP of the series i think that just started a year or two ago i'm okay with that though can we they don't have to say that since we're griping can we do can i do one other thing here can we stop putting owners on the podium when the team wins a championship we don't have we don't hear from your ass all year long you throw general managers out there you throw spokespeople out there you throw coaches out there we hear nothing from you until your team wins the championship and then you're there up in the forefront holding the trophy before all of the guys who worked for it. <laughs> we need to dead that too. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. I spent the damn money. That's fine. You're damn right I'm getting on the hey, podium. If you're if you're Mark Cuban and you're Jerry Jones and you're doing weekly radio shows and, and you're going out there and you're taking the bullets and you're taking the hits and you're doing all that stuff – then that's fine. You got to own that. But you 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 just get to walk up onto the podium and take to center stage when you ain't. You, you damn ain't, right. Because you you talking about uh, standing in front of center stage and all this. You know what stands in front of center stage? My bank account. So you damn right. I'm standing up there and holding the trophy, and they're gonna have to pry it out of my hands. You know how much it costs to run this damn season? Your, oh, oh, please don't act like that money even means something to you. Do you you know how much it costs? It doesn't matter how much it costs. It don't matter it's like, if it was it's $10. like a five percent of your wealth. It doesn't matter what it, it costs. It don't matter if it was ten dollars. I blew, paid for it. You blew how much you paid for this team at the craps table in Las Vegas last week. That's all right. That's all right. I paid for it. <laughs> You're damn right. Don't use my line. Talk to me, me first. Y'all ain't never seen me. They before. always talk. Oh, talk to me. Hey, first. let's bring Genie Bus up here. What for? What for? What? No, Why? The worst is when the Bus Brothers came up. Why? <laughs> Get out of the way. I don't need to hear from you. The Bus Brothers, bro. No, that look. So like, we ain't never heard from Vivek or you know anything like that. But we know, we know Vivek. We know who he is. We we seen him. He's he's no, out here. Uncle B. I don't think the Lakers had ever seen the Bus Brothers. <laughs> And they they got up there and accepted. Lakers fans, they never seen the Bus Brothers. Man. <laughs> that one was crazy. That one was crazy. But yeah, you're damn right. Get out of the way. <laughs> no, I'll go first, then I'll get out the way. Sure, ass out the with, way. You ain't done nothing with my. Right. That's why my, Jerry uh, Jones and Jimmy Johnson were wrestling over the damn Super Bowl <laughs> trophy. Jimmy Johnson's like, get your ass out of here. You have done nothing. <laughs> no, Move. No, like Victor, get your ass out of here, <laughs> okay? I'm the one who paid for well, all this. <laughs> well, you're the Jerry Jones in this situation because Jerry Jones blocked Jimmy Johnson just like he did poor Victor.
<laughs> Poor you Victor. I tried to unblock Victor yesterday. I couldn't find him in a plethora <laughs> of, uh, you know, hot girls one six. I couldn't find him amidst all those accounts that we've had to shut down. Poor Victor. Sorry, Victor. Create a burner account, man. Get back in here with us. Kenny, hot-headed Kenny. Y'all come at me like I'm the one who who, who have a temper. Ken, Ken, man, just block that poor man. Just didn't like the trade and got blocked. I'm be up at that, be up at that podium with my tucked-in jersey. It's <laughs> my jeans. Looking like Mike Wilbon throwing out the first pitch at the Cubs game. Come on, man. Untuck that jersey, man. What are we doing? All right. Man. <laughs> we keep it moving here. I don't even know. Oh, I was mentioning James Harden. James Harden came back last night, lost. Chris Chris Middleton's back. I just <laughs> we'll 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 get to this later. Uh Bradley Beal, hamstring strain. Mm. I was reading a little bit more about that today. Mm-hmm. They're hoping he comes back for the West Coast road trip. Mm, well, you know. <laughs> Don't want to miss the West Coast road trip. The East is scared of Sacramento. <laughs> He's trying to get all their guys back before uh, hey. before Sacramento comes to and town. Don't forget, or, or Washington don't forget when John ja Morant was on one leg and was like, I got to come back. Yeah, John ja Morant was Kevin Nash in the wheelchair. Like, all of a sudden, it's like, wait, you went from out to doubtful. To qu- <laughs> Are you allowed to do that in less than 24 hours? I got to mention, too, Jason Tatum came back from his ankle sprain to play mm. the Kings and then didn't play the game after that. I'm telling you, man, they, they like, be scared this is prime of the time. This is prime time. They're like, let's get on this. Let's get on this train early. Yeah. The East, uh, Jesse asked a great question during the commercial break. I think everyone in the chat heard it. Um, he asked, are the Sacramento Kings the like the funnest story uh, in the league? Mm. As he just motions to me, hey, stupid, we need to take a break. What are you doing? <laughs> um, it's my first day here. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'll learn how to do this. We'll come back. We'll answer uh, Jesse's question, whether the Kings are the most fun. we got Coach David Patrick set to join us uh, in about 30 minutes. Kings tickets on the way. Much more ahead of Stilo and KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Stilo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Facts. I think it was Lazy. Someone asked, who's the biggest celebrity KC's met? It's like, KC's the celebrity. Like, how do you... I'm just out. He's here, just man. out here with his peers. <laughs> That's all it is. He's just out. He's just out with his folks. I'm just out here, man. I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling. But I, I did. I, like I said, I think it was KD or John Wood. And I met them at the at the little training. You all played with guys, KD though. Yeah, I did play with KD. He, like there's meeting and there's there, there's meeting and like a full on interaction. Like you had an interaction with KD. Yeah, I, he busted I, our ass real quick. I interviewed <laughs> Beyonce. But I wouldn't like classify that as like that's different. That's it's not the same. I mean, it's 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 an interview, and it was short, and (laughs) you got ninety seconds. So no matter what happens in ninety seconds, like this interview's over. Cool, cool, cool. Got it. Thank you, sir. Um, But like interactions, it's probably closer to Kobe or Michael. Mm. One of those two. Mm. Now, see, so at that at the training facility I used to work at, shout out to Hacks, man. Hacks was one of the greatest experiences of my life. Like I, I think I've talked about this before, but everybody came through there. Every athlete, I should say, came through there. Basketball player, excuse me. Um, and the only one that didn't come in was LeBron. That's the one guy who didn't come in. But at the time, we're talking 09. Like Derrick Rose came through there during his time. Uh, Dwight Howard came through. I met Dwight. I talked to Dwight was cool. Dwight was was a cool dude. But that's 09. That's like when he's one of the biggest players in the world. Um, Kobe came through. Then I couldn't talk to Kobe. Kobe, mm-hmm. Kobe <laughs> fenced everything off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't getting to Kobe. Uh, Lamar Odom came through there. Everybody came through there. Um, but, yeah, I think KD and John. And when John Wooden came through, like, I was like, damn, yo, that's John Wooden. Mm-mm. It's John Wooden right mm-hmm. there. That's crazy. So that was cool. I met, uh, um, this ain't like a superstar, but Brett Beeline when he was coach of Michigan. I talked to him, like, coach, man, I'm a Michigan fan, whatever. He gave me his card with his email because he was scouting some kid. He was like, hey, man, you know, hit me up sometime or whatever. And I actually emailed him one time. I was like, Coach, I don't know if you remember you met me at the He's like, yeah, I remember you, man. Thanks for supporting us out there, man. Good. It's like, okay, Coach, by the way, you know, I might have a year of eligibility left, you know. 
Check the records. He didn't bite. Grad student. Mm. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I'm 30, but I get out there, coach. I get out there. I get up. Um, that's good stuff. I've, I've, I've met Bill Russell. That was intimidating. Wow. Yeah, Bill Russell was intimidating. That was, hey, let's go say hi to uh, Mr. Russell. I'm like, hmm, you sure? You sure? Are we allowed to just walk up to him? Weren't you at Jordan's house? <laughs> See, I saw a rumor. No. I was at Mike Wilbon's house. Oh, no, okay. That's I was at Wilbon's house um, all-star weekend in Phoenix. He had the ESPN crew over, which at the time was John Barry, who you would refer to as an S-starter. I can uh, believe that. And, and well, a, family. A, a memory like I'll always cherish because it was my first but not my last interaction. Stuart Scott was there. Mm. And um, Jordan was there. So in addition to like Will Bond's wife and family and, and, and his brother was there and all of that stuff, there was like the ESPN crew. And as you'd expect, the crowd just followed Jordan. Like his son was playing at the time. Mm. Uh, I can't remember Marcus. where. I can't, I can't, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it was Marcus, but I can't remember what school he was at. And Mike, uh, Michael Jordan had walked into Mike's bedroom and just not like for privacy. It was just the way that the house was set up and – they had that game on the TV. And of course, everyone eventually followed, and we're all standing in his bedroom. Like, what is? Now look at st- like this is weird. Like, let's let's get out of here, and and the game ends, and enjoy. And then, and, and I'll always I'll, g- I'll give John Barry a lot of love for this. He got my he got Michael Jordan talking mm. and telling stories, and it was it was amazing. So much that my f- absolute favorite part of the story the next day is Celebrity, celebrity All-Star Game, mm-hmm. and Kara's playing in it. So we're there, like, super, super early. Play-by-play guy, John Barry, Mark Jones. Sat mm-hmm. next to Mark Jones. He has, I guarantee you he has zero recollection of this. <laughs> Sat next to him the entire game. Um, but as we got there, AD, look over, and a stew, mm-hmm. dressed to perfection, as always. He walks over to me. You know, the dap and hug and say, yo, that was crazy, wasn't it? It's like, man, does he do that all the time? And he looked at me and goes, Mike, he never does that. Mm. So, mm. I, it, like, to have that, that like, experience with Michael Jordan That's was dope. dope. And then, obviously, you know, I, I, I got to see Stu a couple of times in, in Bristol yeah. at the – so and obviously him him passing away those are those are, that's a, that's a that's a memory I and I met Mark Jones and Mark Jones doesn't even know it Mark Jones doesn't even know uh, I sat next to him and if I remember correctly one of the Globe Trotters got JB with the uh, the the confetti bucket yeah they was doing the water bit and then they grabbed it and they come over and they do the thing and and they got they got they got JB probably got Mark Jones too <laughs> Mark Jones Mark Jones if you're cool, listening man. I w- I was sitting next to you ten years ago and you didn't even know it come on man Mark Jones man he just, now that's a star that's a star oh that's that's the guy that's a yeah, star you mentioned Mike and I we talk about taking things for granted and I think people take I feel like I could be wrong but people take Michael Jordan's star power for granted. Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. like they, you know, rest in peace to him, but they always talk about how Kobe was in China, right? Mm-hmm. And that people go crazy. And we talk about LeBron right now. Did you watch the Redeem team? I did. Okay. I did. I did. Really good. That painted a really good picture yeah. of what Kobe was like there. Really good. It's, it's amazing to see that. Mm-hmm. But much like the story that you talk about, Michael Jordan is the – that's the guy. We talk about – and no shade, he's great too. But we talk about magic, right? Oh, magic. Lights of a room and energy. Mm-hmm. And he does all that. Mm-hmm. If Michael Jordan steps into any room, mm-hmm. it's it's Michael yeah. Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> it's Michael Jordan. And I just feel like – I don't know. You know, we just kind of forget that sometimes. I think there's a – there's probably a couple of reasons for it. M- m- like at the end, Kobe turned babyface, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The biggest babyface turn and one of the biggest babyface turns, I think, in sports history. Mike turned heel <laughs> from 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 the Hall of Fame induction on. Mike was a heel, and 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 everyone who knew <laughs> that's Mike. Yeah, like y- y'all didn't know Mike until the Hall of Fame. Then everything changed. Uh, magic is so like it, we were talking about during the Magic is just so welcoming, mm-hmm. like. 
he, 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 there's obviously this aura around him, but he, like, he eliminates it mm-hmm. by the way that he talks to you and the way that he interacts with you. Like, you, he, there, there, there's, it's just so, like, it's just, it just, it's like one of your homies. Yeah. That's what yeah. interactions with Magic Johnson are like. Yeah. Nah, for sure. It's, uh, it, it remind it's different, but it almost reminds me. We always talk about the interaction we have with with the playmaker. When we did the interview with, with Michael Irvin, and mm-hmm. we were getting ready, he was like, "All right, guys, all right, yeah, yeah, it's all good. Whatever you need, whatever mm-hmm. you need." And they were like, "All right, Mike, we're on. Hey, it's the playmaker, <laughs> Michael right. Irvin." I was like, yeah. "This dude is a star. Yeah. He is a star." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there there is there is a, a performance element mm-hmm. to being you know to being a star. You know. <laughs> The Miz, mm, the, like that. The Miz is he like you could have a conversation. I had a, like the shortest conversation with Mike, hmm. and then the second it was time to be the Miz, oh my God, it, it, it it's it's a literal it's a literal light that goes on mm-hmm. uh, for those guys where they they become the individual that we know from television and interviews and books and videos. You're kind of like that. Stuff. <laughs> you don't really say too much of nothing. But once this light go on here, it's showtime, baby. That's accurate. Like that's very accurate. I'm very showtime, like baby. I'm very reserved and yeah, that's accurate. I'm the same way in public too. Like until you say, Hey D Lo, like it's as soon as you say that, it's like, Oh let's <laughs> let's let's go. Otherwise I'll probably just have my head down, my earbuds in and keep it moving. Yeah, you just got to catch me on a certain day. It depends on the day. Oh, man, you the star, Kenny Carraway. Sometimes I go, I mean, I'm never rude, I don't think. I'm trying not to be. But, you know, I say all the time, I love being an only child. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Well, I mean, I, I, was told, I was told your smile lights up the whole Golden One Center. Who the hell said that? You... <laughs> Uh, wait a minute. That was wait a that, minute. That was not the words. That what what were the words? Saying. What were the words? You have a nice smile. Oh, that's not what I heard. <laughs> that's not what I heard. That is that you 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 you're downplaying that interaction in a major way. <laughs> At HBC United, the Golden One Center lit up. Hey man, the uh, Rockets beat the Sixers <laughs> last night. Boy, that game was crazy. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law